it is so dark in this cave. And I am not 100% sure I'm heading in the right direction. But I need to find the Squatch. We need his knowledge. We must wake him up. I am Ben. This is Fantasy Chairman Podcast, Sideshow, Sasquatch Square Off, Quick Hits, In Search of Sass, Fellowship of the Squatch. I am trying to connect to Alex here, and I think it's working. Alex? Alex, are you there? I'm here. I can't believe I can hear you inside of the cave right now. <sighs> Thank goodness for that techie squirrel that took my mobile hotspot that I later ate. It's cold and damp in here, Alex. You ate a Geek Squad squirrel. I did. <laughs> I did. But it's, you're it's, gonna have to you're gonna have to lay down some type of sacrifice for what he's done for you. I think I'm gonna have to. It's real cold and it's real damp walking through this cave. Find a nice rock for him. And my feet hurt. Oh. <laughs> Find a nice rock for the squirrel? Yeah. Okay, I'll set up a little memorial somewhere around here. (laughs) Inside the cave? In in the cave. (laughs) In the cave. Well, any idea where the squatch is inside the cave? I think I'm going the right direction. I don't know. I haven't I haven't heard him breathing or anything yet, so I'm not close enough for that. Smelled his stench yet? No, there's some stench. I'm not sure what it is. Usually follow the direction of the stench. That's right. That's right. I'm going to do it. I'm going to find the Squatch, and he will give you his best fantasy advice. I swear it. I swear it to you. (laughs) Oh, we like to have fun here at the Fantasy Chairman Podcast. All us chairmen in leagues together. It's a good time. Real good time. Always a good time. Always a good time. All right, we got another quick hit square off for you. Talking about a couple of wide receivers, uh, second-year wide receivers here. Both pretty hyped. Both had good rookie seasons. We're talking Brandon Ayuk and T. Higgins uh, in 1QB, 12-team leagues, half PPR scoring, according to Sleeper ADP, Brandon Ayuk being drafted at 64, and T. Higgins being drafted at 67. And these guys are pretty similar. Pretty similar. Very similar. You know, they've got weapons around them, uh, young, exciting quarterbacks, you know, assuming Trey Lance gets the start sooner rather than later there with the Niners. But, uh, yeah, I think this will be a good one. And I know that I struggle between these two anytime I get to this point in the draft. So we'll see what we got. Uh, did I go first or did you go first last time? Uh, I went first with Herbert in the last episode. So you are going to be on the clock first. We're doing a round for each guy, three minutes for us to make our cases. We each get one record scratch if we find something that we need to question the other guy about. And at the end, we'll just kind of converse and talk about a few other people that are in the uh, similar range of average draft position and go from there. So quick hit 
Squatch square off, Alex. You're going to go first. You ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Round one. Fight. You're up. All right. Cincinnati Bengals wide receiver T. Higgins, uh, average draft position of 67, ended up as the wide receiver number 28 last year. Um, T. Higgins, he had a little bit of hype coming into last season, um, showed out uh, well with Clemson, and um, I don't know if anyone quite expected to see what he did with the Bengals, uh, came out right out of the gate showing a strong rapport with Joe Burrow. Uh, weeks 1 through 11, uh, where Burrow was still playing, 71 targets, 43 receptions, 629 yards, and four touchdowns. I mean, the guy, it seemed like most every week, he was making big plays, and it was, um, I mean, it was getting better the further that we got into the season. And then, uh, yeah, week 11, or week 11, yeah, Week 11 happened, and uh, Joe Burrow went down and was done for the season. Uh, after that, it was really hit or miss with Higgins uh, for the rest of the year. He had, uh, was it two different quarterbacks? I can't remember. Uh, Brand, was it Brandon Allen? and I think Brandon Allen, and then there's uh, <clears throat> one other. Oh, yeah. man. Might have been one other guy throwing to him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyways, it, it was kind of just a hosh posh uh, between those two guys. Uh, really hit or miss at that point. Um, anyway, the big takeaway here is uh, already has an excellent connection with Joe Burrow. Burrow's looking like he's going to be ready for week one this year. Um, and by rights, he has the potential to be the number one target on this team. I know there's a lot of questions between the Bengals drafting uh, with their number one overall pick this year in the rookie draft, they took Jamar Chase. That was going to be my that, record uh, that, Yeah, thinking that Chase and Burrow connection was going to be uh, just automatically that's who Burrow is going to lock on to. But I think uh, Higgins, I mean, at a minimum, he's going to be the 1B if uh, Chase shows out and becomes the 1A. But from everything I've been hearing in camp right now, Chase – you know, for taking a year off, he's got some catching up to do, getting up to speed, and he's got a, a little bit of a case of the drops right now. So uh, I think it, it's T. Higgins' job to lose, and I think he could, I mean, if he runs with it, I don't think there's anything stopping him to be the number one wide receiver on the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, boy. What about Tyler Boyd? Yeah, Tyler Boyd, I mean, he's an, he's a slot receiver. Uh, he's going to get a lot of targets, but those explosive plays, um, I think you're going to see more from Higgins and, and Chase. Every now and again, you know, Boyd might uh, rip one off from the slot, but uh, those double moves, you're going to see those from Higgins and Chase, I believe. All right. Well, fair enough. That's a pretty good argument for T. Higgins right there. I uh, I didn't use my record scratch. I was gonna I was gonna bring up Jamar Chase. You covered that there, but I'll have a couple questions for you after I make my case for Brandon Ayuk when we get into the the free for all at the end. Uh, but I'll jump in and and give my case for Brandon Ayuk right here. Brandon Ayuk is being drafted at sixty four is his current ADP. So. Uh, where is that, Alex? That's down in like the 
sixth round, seventh round, sixth round, right in there. Sixty-four, yeah, sixth, seventh round-ish. We talked about uh, Justin Herbert and Russell Wilson there in this same range. And um, if you already have your quarterback or you're planning to wait later for a quarterback, then these are definitely a couple of guys that I would recommend going with in this range. But uh, Brandon Ayuk in particular sticks out to me. He played in 12 games. He did have a, a bit of a health issue couple of times one or one or a couple of times last year ended up finishing as wide receiver 31 and half ppr in 2020 in his rookie season he was just one of the the many 49ers that dealt with health last year it was ugly for that team uh finished on a points per game basis though in the 12 games that he played he finished as wide receiver 16 um, and averaged 12.9 <laughs> points per game in those 12 games that he played. So that's pretty good. That's a that's a wide receiver two right there. And if that's what you're getting down in the sixth round, then I like that a whole lot. Um, in those 12 games, he got 96 targets, 60 receptions, 748 yards, and five touchdowns. He had six carries for 77 rushing yards and two rushing touchdowns. So that's pretty cool. Uh, gets involved in the, the run game a little bit, and they scheme uh, some some trick plays his way. Um, uh, I brought this up back in the episode with George Kittle and Darren Waller, but uh, Kyle Shanahan's offense loves those yak monsters, those guys that get the yards after catch. He specifically brings guys that are capable of doing that into his system. Uh, and if there's one guy that can can rack up some yak, that's definitely Ayuk. And let me ha- let me have a record scratch. Oh, record scratch. Okay, here we go. There you go. <laughs> um, what do you got going on over there? <laughs> I'm going through a cave myself. I see that. <laughs> um. So between. Higgins and Ayuk, um, they're both very similar, but uh, you said it before on the Kittle and Waller episode. Kittle is the wide receiver one on this ten team. Oh, There's man. no question. You scratched me again before I got to it. <laughs> <laughs> I was letting you go for a while. I know, I know. Anyway, okay. continue. Anyways, uh, so um, with, uh, with uh, assume all three players are healthy, uh, Devo Samuel commands uh, uh, quite a bit of targets as well. And, I mean, they, they want to get him touches. He's an explosive player himself, along with Kittle. Uh, with all three of those guys healthy, do you think there's going to be enough for uh, everyone to go around to get Ayuk up into that potentially maybe, I don't know, wide receiver two territory? Uh, I think so. I think them being healthy is just going to help the offense overall because, like we've talked about before, the Niners were one of the most injured teams in the NFL last year, and they oftentimes had some struggles on the offensive side of the ball where Ayuk, you know, when Debo was hurt, when Kittle was hurt, Ayuk was often the lone bright spot that really – either helped keep them in games or was the only one that was doing anything uh, at the time. So I think with the return, with the team kind of coming back healthy, 
Um, I think that's going to help them be able to move the ball a little bit more efficiency, which is just going to provide more opportunity for all of those guys. Um, and I just trust in that, that Shanahan offense, um, and that O-line, their O-line there is pretty good. They've got that stellar left tackle, uh, Trent Williams, that was signed to be the highest paid tackle in the league. So I think all of that's going to help. They brought in, uh, Trey Lance, too so and if we if you've been watching Trey Lance in the preseason he's had some major highlights and a lot of people are hyped on him um he did have the second preseason game where just kind of looked okay not necessarily quite there but I think if Trey Lance develops a little bit more once he gets brought in to start I think we're going to see improved quarterback play for that team more uh offensive opportunities for everybody involved and I just think Ayuk is the most talented wide receiver on that team. I love Debo. I think Debo's a, an amazing talent as well, but I think the cream's just going to rise and he's going to be the number one wide receiver targeted there where I do believe that Kittle is still going to be the number one target overall. Um, but another thing that helps uh, per Fantasy Pros is that San Francisco and Brandon Ayuk have the easiest strength of schedule for wide receivers going into the 2021 season. And you can't always rely on that, but it is always nice to see. If you've got like a tiebreaker type thing that you're wanting to look at between Ayuk and somebody else, uh, for example, T. Higgins here, looking at strength of schedule might just be that thing that you need to, to push you over the edge to make that decision. That's true. That's a good point. All right, well, that was my time on Ayuk there. I got that little bit of extra because of the record scratch. All right, well, uh, yeah, so the things, I had a couple of questions about T. Higgins there. Uh, the Bengals passed on taking Panay Sewell in the draft to take Jamar Chase, and you covered Jamar Chase. We know kind of what he's looking like right now. Um, not so much, that's not so much my question, but Joe Burrow and his demolished knee uh <laughs> has not been apparently looking great so far in camp and uh to his own admission just hasn't had quite the confidence that he needs and it's definitely he says it's he says it's been more of a mental issue than a physical issue um but that kind of worries me but then the Bengals o line in particular really worries me uh that something could potentially happen to to burrow again and that kind of gives me pause on higgins um do you think burrow's gonna gonna get it back here do you think he's gonna regain confidence i think eventually yeah so um like you said he he has already made comments that it is kind of in his head a little bit and he, he just has to get through that um there's also reports that he has been staying after practices and actually having you know and some of his teammates stay as well and he's having them you know clash right in front of him and he's throwing routes to wide receivers as they're you know hitting guys in front of him to get him through that mindset you know to quit you know having the yips um, if you will and uh getting skittish in the pocket so he's he's trying to climb over that mental barrier right now and i think once he does you know first few hits um in a preseason game or, or, you know, the regular season, they probably won't play him, you know, until the regular season. But once he takes the first few hits, 
hopefully, you know, he'll have some confidence that, okay, my knee's all right, I can take it, and I'm good to go, and push on through there. Now, the offensive line, yeah, I would hope that they knew exactly what they were getting into, taking Mar Chase over Penny Sewell. Um, they had to have some type of backup plan. I know they drafted a, an offensive lineman in the second, but, um, yeah, I mean – you, I hope they got an idea of what they're doing to try and protect Joe Burrow, especially if he's already a little bit skittish. For sure, for sure. I think you brought it up, but the Bengals are one of the most pass-happy teams in the league, and they kind of have to be because their defense is terrible. So going to be plenty of opportunities out there for all three of the wide receivers. Uh, real quick here, we've got Kenny Galladay. Michael Thomas has fallen way down. And uh, Odell Beckham down here in the sixth round, all being drafted right around Ayuk uh, and T. Higgins. Are you taking Higgins and Ayuk or one or the other over all these guys? Or are you taking any of these guys over them? Uh, I think I'm taking Higgins and Ayuk over these guys. I will say this, though. There is one guy that you didn't mention that I would consider. He's another sophomore. Chase Claypool. Oh, yeah. He was down. Right around in that area. That, that is somebody that I would consider. Right on. So, Michael Thomas, he's probably going to be out for the first eight weeks. I'm going to pass on him. Odell Beckham, man, we just haven't really seen it since he left New York. I mean, yeah. that elite wide receiver one that we remember him as. So, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff out of camp saying that he looks, he looks back to his old ways. I'll believe it when I see it on the actual football field. So, um, I, I like the upside of Ayuk and Higgins better than all those guys except Claypool could be right in there. Yeah, I think I'm taking Ayuk and Higgins before all of them, including Claypool. So right on. Well, that does it for another episode of the Quick Hits Sasquatch Square Off in Search of Sass Fellowship of the Squatch. I think I've only got a little farther to go, Alex. I'm getting, I feel like I'm getting close. And we're gonna get this Sasquatch, and we're gonna we're gonna wake him up, and get him back to back to reality. Yeah, <laughs> tell him what year it is, what's going on. He's gonna need to know. <laughs> A few things have happened since last year. Yes, absolutely. We'll uh, we'll let him know. Hopefully, I can find him, and hopefully, I don't die alone in this cave, frozen and hungry. Anyway, follow us. On social at Chairman Fantasy at Fantasy Squatch at Find FF Leagues. Download, rate, and review us on all your podcast listening devices, and uh, yeah, throw us a nice five star review. We'd appreciate it. Absolutely. All right, here I go, Alex. Hopefully, next time I try to connect, we got one more uh, quick hit Squatch Square off. Hopefully, my connection stays as good as it has been. Godspeed, Good luck, sir. sir. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.